0: This episode of Buddha's Bar and Grill is a hero's special, and as such contains obvious spoilers. If you're not caught up to date, or if you actually give a rat's ass, don't listen, wait till you're caught up. Ma. Hello and welcome to the Buddha's Bar and Grill podcast. This is the number eight, or is actually being recorded out of sequence. We're actually recording this before number seven, simply because... Sean, or as we like to call him, the bastard, is not on tonight, so we're forced to record this one first. Um, I planned on recording this one actually, uh, probably this weekend or whatever, so that'll free up some time this weekend now. But uh, I wanted to have a midweek um, podcast, an essential, uh, a rant, if you will, just a short show to to, to put in between the regular shows um, on heroes. I've got. Uh, co-host here with me who's actually going to be recording with me with Sean tomorrow probably if he's on the bastard if not we're doing it without, without him um, and her name is Lane. she's actually a um, clan leader for a fairly large quake clan and we're going to cover that on the seventh episode if you're actually listening to this in order however this is a moot point you already know all this so let's just move along
1: Lane, how's it going? Hey how you doing?
0: I'm doing all right so, when I came to you with this idea, actually, you were pretty, pretty open to it. You, you, I, was, I was talking to someone else about this, too, and asking them if they watch Heroes, and when they said yes, I said, okay, but do you watch it religiously even though it's bad, or do you just casually watch it? And I think you fall into not just the religiously watch it, but also almost cultish in you actually watch it sometimes twice in a week, just you claim it's because you watch it with friends the second time, but the fact remains you actually do watch it sometimes twice a week.
1: I do, I do. Uh, sometimes I hate to admit it, especially with how the show's getting now. And uh, I think I told you earlier, I almost equate it to a WWF episode, and I know it's WWE now, but back in the day. You know, uh, we had bad guys, good guys. We didn't know who was good, who was bad. And yes, I do tend to watch it twice a week, sometimes live, and then I download it, or I download it, and then I watch it with friends the second time. That is true.
0: Now, you've even gone so far as to rewatch the first two seasons as well. Again, you said you were watching it with someone who hadn't watched it yet, so you, you watched through the first two seasons.
1: Uh, that is correct. And But uh, actually, you know what? I was I was kind of thankful to watch it because there was a lot of things that – I missed, uh, I, I got to say, I actually watched season one three times now. You know what? Being...
0: I, I would watch a season one again. I, I've only seen it once, but I would actually watch it again simply because I do think it, it, it's one of the best seasons of television that has come out for, for a while. I, I don't want to say the best, um, one of the, the best. It's I, I'd rank it pretty high, actually, that first season. But the second season disappointed the hell out of me, and the third season... I'm bashing my
1: head against the wall Trying to figure out why exactly I'm watching this show Right, now you just need a justification For wasting your time for this season And part of last season, am I correct? Well, it's, it's you know what I'd be, I don't need the justification
0: So much as just Give me it, It's hard to tell if it's just this This hope That it will get better Based right. on the fact that it was Again, that that first season was so strong. So the the potential is there. I don't know if it's that so much as just habit at this, this point. Um, because in all honesty, the, the sh- it's not it's just not good. It's compelling at times, I'll give it that. But that doesn't necessarily make a show good.
1: Right, and even the producers and whatnot, the producers, writers, etc., said that they went in the wrong direction for the second season. They said like the first season was all... The sense of discovery right all these people have powers wow you know could that actually be possible and you know people start thinking about it and you know so much high level stuff so much low level stuff and uh, it was exciting right Uh, even from the first episode you got curious and then you got curious even more and more and more through the first season and they said through the second season volume two which I believe was called what generations Uh, they said they went the wrong direction like uh, people didn't like it. They didn't like necessarily the drama, the stuff. They liked more of the action and powers and uh, discovering people, etc. So when the writer's strike happened, they said, you know what? We did go the wrong direction for the second season. We hear what you guys are saying. So tell you what, the third season, we're going to come back and we're going to be what you guys want. Yeah, we're but... going to take it back to the first season. But at the same time, I don't feel that they're doing that. Do you?
0: Not at all. Not at all. And not only that, but when you're saying that. Um, the first season was good because of that sense of discovery and whatnot, and that you have this this idea of well, who else might have something, some different kind of power or whatever. When you look at then the writing that's going on right now with the third season, where um, yes, you are finding out about people everywhere who have various abilities and whatnot, but then there's that storyline as well where they're talking about um, the manufactured abilities pardon me so then right how
1: not evolution anymore but manufactured exactly
0: which goes completely against the first season first of all and then it also just doesn't make any sense now granted i'll give them the benefit of the doubt that they can wrap it up one way or another throughout the season however from where we stand right now which is really in my opinion it's a make or break point for a lot of people. In fact, I think we've passed the make or break point where people give up on a season. Um, I already know several people who've given up on it after several episodes and just said, no, that's it. Forget it. This is not going to get any better. Screw it. So they've passed that make or break point. But here you've got a, a, a plot line where they're trying to make it seem as if um, the the children were in, injected with something that granted them these powers and whatnot. Right. But the rational person... Sorry for the noise there. Um, The rational person who knows about the other seasons, about the other characters and whatnot, um, will be able to look at it and say, well, hold on a second. How does that make sense? Then when you look at A, the scope of how many people have abilities, as well as a, a very good example is Adam. How does that make sense with somebody who was, you know, hundreds of years ago,
1: right because it wasn't and, exactly genetic engineering back then no
0: and so then you can look at okay well an easy write-off is going to be to to say that somebody time traveled back and basically dropped his ass there kind of thing fine right. but you're really starting to stretch and you you're really you're asking a lot of your audience at that point
1: yeah and even stretching it is uh stretching it know what i mean <laughs> you're saying like they're really stretching it at that point yeah okay but um, even that is just uh, getting to the ludicrous point. It's not even getting to the, the point of the first season where they were thought about evolution and, you and know, God and being I, a cockroach, you know, which was one of my favorite lines, actually. And it's but, I think
0: that's where they should have kept going with it because it is much the, the idea of the manufactured um, hero, at least for me, is not as appealing as the, the concept of that evolutionary jump, which that's I think again why they 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 did so well and it was a it's not that it made it any harder for them to write about it. in fact it made it a lot easier because then you've got this this now is an evolutionary standoff point where people are jumping forward um, and it can be happening around the world with as many people as possible kind of thing so the, it left it wide open for them in the X-Men kind of tradition of being able to say well this person's got powers now Right. And it's just because they evolved, and as opposed to now, where they're they're limiting that to, well, in so much as I take what they're doing now, they're limiting it to these social, they not social science experiments with the. Uh, initially, it was the kids they talked about, but you would assume that some of them were adults at the time too. Right. These experiment, well, definitely some of them were adults because they would have been the the founding members that the Petrelli. Parents, the um, George Takai, uh, as well right. as some of the other ones. So then oh, you, yeah. so then you've got um, again. It's it's a science experiment. Well, how again? It, you're really limiting then. Well, then how is the person halfway around the world in Japan, my buddy Hiro, who is, in my opinion, at this moment the only reason to watch this show is oh, Hiro. No. I cannot get enough of that guy,
1: Mr. Africa Isak.
0: Yeah. Yep. Yeah. He's the best. But anyways, oh, yeah. the. He's. How do you then get somebody clear across the world? Well, okay, actually, I'm going to take that back because in his case, it's a little bit easier because of George Takai. Because his dad and yeah. being involved, right. But that doesn't explain a lot of other people. And our buddy in Africa now, which is it the hyena shit that he's eating that's making him say right. things, or is it an actual ability? <laughs> because if you actually listen to someone what they're saying, they're saying he's a clairvoyant. However, then you're seeing other people having the same ability, Um, just by eating the hyena shit. So really...
1: Well, that's the thing, you know. How is it that a precog can actually transfer his uh, powers and everything else and stuff by eating this so-called paste and going on a spirit walk, right? You know, uh, without uh, some kind of injection or genetic engineering, right? Yeah. It's not just spiritual. Well, which maybe is, it is, but at the same time, he's transferring his abilities. And so how's he really doing that?
0: Yeah, there's there's a lot of things where I think the writing is getting stretched really thin. I think that they they had this concept of what they wanted the third season to be, um, with the the idea of the villains, which. I, I, you know, I know a lot of people made a big fuss about it that it was going to be so interesting and it's going to be so different than what they've done up to date and all that, and I find it boring as all hell. I I agree with the concept that there would be people doing very bad things around the world, and we haven't seen enough of that. So right. yeah, I can appreciate that. You know, this whole level five bullshit that they've got. I was and, just going to mention that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, sure. I can, I can, I can appreciate that. I can accept that, and yeah. But to try to push the whole season that it's going to be the season of villains to me is is too comic bookish kind of thing. Like the 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 first season, despite the fact that it could have just as well been done in a comic book format, still had it. it still felt like a drama to watch, right? Um, on on, on screen whereas now with this it's just it's so over the top and and a lot of it obviously has to do with the writing as well because of this constant back and forth now where you (laughs) see as a writer i look at a story and i know that if i'm writing something i have to write some characters in such a way that people can get emotionally invested in them and it's that emotional investment on the readers part which makes the story interesting which allows them to um, believe in the character root for the character and any other number of things regardless of if the character is actually a bad person or not if the person if the reader can emotionally invest themselves in that person believe them know to a certain degree what they're about then you've got yourself a good story with heroes this season especially you can't do that because nobody is who they're supposed to be everybody's bouncing around back and forth whether good or evil between organizations and it's gotten to the point where to grasp the full plot lines all of the plot lines in the story we'd have to get one of those rooms with all of the strings tied between the walls to understand everything that's going on we still
1: need to go to manhattan and go to isaac's apartment yeah
0: it's it's just gotten well known that one's what
1: the hell's going on
0: yeah it's it's it doesn't make any sense anymore and because of that and because of how much they're bouncing in the episodes, the episodes, like I said before, it's like watching this kid, this ADD kid hyped up on coffee and crack. Everything is just boom, 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 boom. You're switching between characters. You're having way too many characters per episode. And you are expecting your audience to follow you. Um, it's, not a, it's not a wild rush ride that is, you know, like a movie wherein they take a couple of characters couple being the operative words through a a a wild ride you've got way too many storylines and it's like they're trying to cram all of them down your throat every single episode
1: right well yeah no i i completely agree with you and and just following along that line where nobody's who they're supposed to be and and uh, everything's bouncing back and forth i definitely agree with you that heroes like you know hero nakamura is like the only reason to watch the show anymore hero and ando actually because of course they've kind of somewhat stayed true to their characters yeah you know um even Mohinder suresh who you were you know he didn't have an ability and he was this researcher you kind of identified you were like great you know i don't have an ability and everything else and stuff you know and this guy's just trying to get to the bottom of things and understand it and you you know uh, going back to my sense of discovery and the first season you know you follow along with him and his sense of discovery and everything else and all of a sudden he's some badass you know just freak monster uh god knows what he is and that's right? too bad so it's like are you bad are you good because now all of a sudden you're thinking okay i'm so done with this character just like you said you know people would give up on a season or two i did not give up after season one after season two i thought about giving up and now season three i'm starting to think that i'm watching it out of pure boredom
0: yeah yeah it's you know what i going back to the the suresh character he was actually one of the few as well that a he's a good actor he did a good job um right. b he was one of the plausible characters that you could identify with as obviously people with no abilities you have this character without who is the champion of trying to save everyone else kind of thing but he was a good character he was extremely well written very well acted um it was a, it, they had it right i can i can appreciate how they want characters to develop that's how you can again keep, maintain interest in them um, but it was such a leap and part of me when i was watching the injection episode was thinking okay if he doesn't inject himself i'm going to be thinking oh come on i know you would but if he does inject himself, I'm going to be thinking, uh, great, you know what, there's the one character that we could rely on, well, one of the few characters we could rely on, and now it's right. gone. So the, it was a, a no-win situation, essentially. But I think i still looking at it and looking at the different possibilities in terms of, again, how it would be written... I think the character would have, could have gone through just as much emotional turmoil and angst and stress and everything else without the ability, which would have then allowed you to still have a champion that you could be rooting for throughout all of this crap.
1: Right, because he was, it seemed to be the only stable one, you know, the only constant. Okay, yeah, Hiro Nakamura has been somewhat constant as well, right? But, I mean, it's, it's not like he's wavering, really. He's always on the side of good, but at the same time he does things that uh, it's like, okay, well, he's going to go, you know, under this company, etc. But Hinder Suresh was the one character you could rely on to be him. Yeah, right? and, you know? and
0: with Hero 2, though, the problem right now is that with this whole um, not wanting to go back in time thing that they've got, that they've written into the character, well, that's his thing. <laughs> so, basically, you've yeah, taken that's away... Thing now, but you've taken my away, question
1: is... I'm sorry, go ahead.
0: No, no, that's right. You, you've taken away one of the most interesting aspects of this character you've taken it away and now you just basically given it the, uh, the ability to, to stop time so and they haven't made it into as much of a an emotional turmoil with him than they should have in my opinion if you're you either A don't have it in there or B if you're gonna have it in there make more of a big deal out of it I mean even just looking at the episode that was just on on Monday um, where he says He's, he's adamant about not wanting to go back and then the, the trouble it can cause and whatnot, and yet he does those couple of seconds and gets schmucks on the head with the, the shovel, which was, I gotta say, actually... It was fantastic little bit of comedy, <laughs> and when you're watching a show and it's absolutely terrible, little moments of comedy make it worth watching, and that's what that was. I, yeah, it, it, a little bit of
1: comic relief here yeah, and there, right? You
0: need it because otherwise the whole show is a waste. But but anyways, yeah. So they take this character that is very engaging, that is that has the ability of of bringing to the show well anything. Let's be honest, from anywhere to make it interesting, and you take that all away. And and again, whether or not they decide to bring it back later, the fact remains that they've taken it away for long enough to again that make or break point, they passed it. So the character was pretty much a write off. And I mean you really haven't seen much of him this season to speak of compared to say last season where he had such a large role with uh Adam.
1: Right. And that's the thing, actually, um, I was going to mention that with, it was him going back to the past. And, uh, like you said, you know, he went back a minute, you know, where it said uh, one minute before hero got hit and it was like good comic relief. Um, he doesn't want to go back to the past again. He doesn't want to try time travel to the past. And so, like you said here, we got this character now who can all of a sudden just stop time, maybe go back to the, you know, like go to the future, etc. But uh, to me, it doesn't make sense because yeah, he went to the past. Okay, he met, uh, you know, say Kensei, etc., Adam, Monroe. And uh, I'm thinking, was that actually his intention when he was flying through there? When Siler, you know, did his telekinesis or whatnot and flew him through the air and he time traveled, did, you know, did he actually mean to go back to the past and stop what was going on? Or was that really his intention? Because he keeps saying, you know, I will not travel to the past again. But if he, you know, just concentrated on the past, then he'd be able to do it. And when he was out there with Adam Monroe slash Tekeza uh, he actually did travel, you know, back to the future and got to the right place where he needed to be. So where's the problem, right? You know, yeah. I mean, if you tra- travel back to the, in time, and let's say he did go 300 years back again, well, he'd be able to concentrate now because apparently he has decent control of his powers to be able to get back to the right moment in the future. And... Um, but yeah, no, I, I just, like, I'm... It's it's a thing with him, like you said. They didn't dramatize it enough, right? They they've made it a thing with him, but at the same time, it's just like, come on, right? Oh. Obviously, you have control of your powers because you've even gone to the future, saw that the world ends or whatever it is, right? And I don't know that the world ends per se, but uh, you know, you saw this uh, great state of you know disaster or whatnot in the future, and you still traveled back. To be with Ando again, right to the back moment. Well, so I, should I, it be I, really a thing with him?
0: I don't think that it's so much a, um, a fear of being able to control it so much as the ripple effect of what's going to change. That's ah, the like impression I yeah. Exactly. But that being said, again, see, see, I didn't watch the second episode a second time, and I'm not going to, to see what I've missed. But, and I know of the, the the romance he had and the how he felt bad about what happened with with adam and whatnot however again at no point was it made um glaringly where it was glaringly stated that i am not going back again because of whatever so
1: right.
0: it, this season it seemed to have come out of thin air
1: I I agree with you because actually I felt that in the second season when Hiro Nakamura was showed with Takezo slash Adam, I was really bored. I was just like, okay, you know, I I get it. But, you know, until they got to that point where he betrayed Adam and Adam became a bad guy. it's like, oh, okay, they're setting that up. I get it now. And a full season of doing that. Oh, my God. Every time they showed Hiro, who was like one of my favorite characters, I was thinking, ugh, you know, get on with it.
0: See and all that set up for Adam, and he's gone already. Right. I mean, the question I, is, is he really gone? Well, pff, unless, like I said, unless they've got an urn <laughs> with his ashes and the DNA is slowly rebuilding, yeah. I, uh, well, is
1: he gonna come back all Sandman style, like yeah, you know, like Spider-Man Three or whatnot, where the Sand Guy puts himself back together? I'm sorry, I'm not a big you know Spider-Man fan, but yep. you know, you know. So I'm thinking, okay fine he turned to ash pretty much is he gonna put himself back together uh, does peter still have his abilities for real
0: well that's the thing too if you're looking then at a and again this is going right back to the loopholes in writing if you're if if petrelli stole what, what's the father's name
1: uh arthur arthur arthur
0: so, so if if art stole the Adam's abilities completely and that's why he died then the whole concept of where Siler told uh, Claire, Claire you, cannot, you die. cannot die obviously was a lie thank you so again it's you're talking about huge loopholes in the writing, and I don't know if these are the same writers who wrote the first season. Um, I'm fairly certain. That, not to think so. Um, I'm I'm fairly certain they're not the same ones as the second season. But I would think that maybe they use some of the same ones from the first. I, I honestly I don't know, but I find it very hard to believe that it is just because I mean you could drive a house through these these plot holes, and it's one of those okay well yeah you're 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 saying that maybe you can fix it and you don't know everything. Eventually it'll all tie in together i fail to see how all of these could be neatly tied at the end of the season
1: not only that but the thing is if you want to string your audience along and give them a little suspense give them a little mystery and everything else at least throw them a bone once in a while
0: well that because
1: last uh uh, sorry last week or whatnot we were left with oh my god arthur took uh, peter's abilities away is that really real does he still have them is he still going to be able to absorb powers Oh, i guess we'll find out next week and here we are now with uh well siler might have saved peter and everything else i still wonder if peter has his abilities and uh, etc and then all of a sudden you know it's like heroes eating the hyena paste or whatever the hyena crap or the uh yep. the paste, etc and it's like oh, we have to wait till next week okay i get the whole suspense of like you know tune in next week to find out what happens right but at the same time it's like throw us a little bit of a bone, Well, and make us old, at least understand what's going on. It's the old 50s cliffhanger, right? so that we can root on one side or the other.
0: Yeah, it's the old 50s cliffhanger kind of thing where you watch a show just to see what's going to happen next week because they leave you on a cliffhanger every single week, and that's what's happening here. I don't have as much a problem with that as long as they can be consistent. See, part of the problem that I had also with the second season was with Siler. I know that you like him quite a bit. And, and well, at, I think he's hot. Well, okay. Well <laughs> I won't argue with that.
1: Hey, I'm a girl. Yeah. Right? Bushy eyebrows and all. The guy's hot. Okay, siler anyway. As long sorry.
0: as he plucks the middle, okay, fine. Um yeah,
1: exactly.
0: But anyways, the um the fact that they brought him back the second season to me was the biggest disappointment. Now He's, uh, he's actually proven to be one of the more interesting aspects this season too although he's a little bit too wishy-washy and easily bounced back and forth kind of thing but that's the character so fine I can live with that but the fact that they brought him back last season was such a disappointment for me because it was one of those okay well A, his abilities were supposed to be gone but they're back really? which to me is a piss-ass writing again if you're going to okay. write somebody off, write them off, they're done but he's back he gets his abilities back and to me again it's lazy writing in that instead of coming up with a new villain for a season you're relying on the tried and true which is Siler. so to i i hated that about the second season and now instead of i don't know if they listen to people's opinions or they have a master plan that we don't yet know about. But again, this season, you have this Siler going back and forth, and is he or isn't he, and some of the flash forwards show him basically nuking, what, the entire East Coast there? Where was that? I can't remember. Um, Um, Yeah, Costa Verde. Yeah, so it's, it's, to me, it's like they went through the trouble of, it's all about the, the, the villains and whatnot. And I will say that they introduced Arthur. Okay, so there's one. You introduce someone who's obviously quite the badass, but it's the same thing. It's the same abilities of just being able to suck up other people's abilities kind of thing. Right. There, there's got to be something that you can do that's more original than what you've done for two and a half seasons is what right. I, I feel.
1: And um, I don't know if we were discussing this before or not, but uh, also even the level five characters and whatnot that just kind of came out. Uh, We had the guy who died in the bank via Knox's hand who was kind of like a Magneto character, right? Anything uh, metal he could control. Yeah. And uh, we had the flamethrower. Okay, well, you know, that's fairly basic. You know, it's a little more than uh, Meredith. Meredith is just kind of fire, whereas this guy seems to be kind of the ultra-hot fire, which apparently makes him level 5, versus Meredith, you know, probably would be like level 2. Because apparently that's where Siler was held, was level 2, according to the... uh, pre premier episode but either way uh with the nox character i thought okay well that's a little bit better i mean that's a little more original you know it takes people's fears and it gives them this ultra strength and thought okay great but the healing ability uh flying etc etc it's it's kind of all been done
0: oh and that's the thing that's the beef that i've had with them from day one i mean if you look at season one you can basically put half the cast in an X-Men uniform um, they're the same thing um, they've borrowed from many a comic book hero without actually being unique in any kind of way which again is, is fine I, it's come to the point where I expect that I, I certainly feel that it's a lack of imagination big time, big, big, big time but it's one of those okay well give people what they can relate to even if it's just something that they can relate to from when they read it when they were younger, kind of thing. Again, right. I, I I can deal with that. Um, although even then, I, I won't say that I wasn't. I was disappointed with the Flash chick. What's her name? Daphne. Daphne, yeah. I was disappointed. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, there's the Flash. Okay. When's yeah. Batman coming out? When? Where's the Green Lantern? <laughs> That's well. What... That
1: person that I showed the first and second season to, who had never watched Heroes before, he was actually the one who said, you know, it's like I wonder if they'll come out with a Flash style character because I love the Flash. And I said, who's the Flash? Because I am not a comic book person whatsoever, right? And he said, oh, that's Speedster. I said, oh, okay, sure. And then all of a sudden, sure enough, third season, like here we come out with all these, you know, X-Men style or whatnot, or like, you know, DC Karmic uh, style, you know, characters. Yeah,
0: and but the thing is, is that A, the actress is good enough that you actually like her. Uh, that
1: is true. And that is true.
0: They did a good job with the interaction between her and Hiro. They actually did a very, very good job. The I, in in the three seasons, well, two and a half seasons, I've been watching. The first time I've actually laughed out loud, LOL, was the take it easy, Let Pikachu. Pikachu yeah. comment, right? Yeah. I, <laughs> could not stop laughing i thought that was absolutely fantastic and there's a little trophy for the writers there okay there you go boys you actually made somebody laugh i think that was great but yeah the whole interaction between her and him was for those few episodes was the only reason to watch the show in my opinion because i had absolutely no interest in the um Nathan Petrelli storyline with the Nicky clone um,
1: and the whole God thing.
0: Yeah, had n- little to no interest in that. Um, I had little to no interest in the Peter Petrelli storyline because I've had it with him as an actor. I've had it with him in the show. Really? Oh God, yeah. I I, I was
1: actually going to ask you about the different actors and who you've been uh, kind of glad to see and who you've been uh, surprised to see or whatnot. Well, see, so you're you're fed up with him as an actor on the I,
0: show? I don't even. I never thought he was a good actor. Um, I I really don't. I can appreciate the pretty boy, fan girls. Sure, it's not myself. But, but hey, well, it's the crooked mouth. That, you yeah. wonder where it's been. Um, but you yeah, a
1: haircut in the first episode for sure.
0: I really didn't like him as an actor, and okay. I didn't like the character either because he was far too wishy washy, and, and and I just didn't think it fit. But again, I was willing to to put up with it for that first season. Um, the second season, it just got on my nerves, and by this point. I, I would be plenty happy if they just wrote him completely out of the storyline. Um, that being said, they've taken Claire to such a ridiculous point that I've pretty much had it with her as well. Whether a we're talking about regular old Claire who is now fighting off bad guys or future one in the badass who tries to kill peter Yeah, exactly. Um I, I was rooting for her there. But um but yeah, either way, I've pretty much had it with her. the The, the people that I'm more interested in now are actually the people, the new people they've brought on, um, such as um, Daphne. Yeah, yeah. Right. she's actually like she's a good actress the interaction between her and parkman is actually pretty good and i've always liked him too i i liked him back when he was an alias i thought he's uh he's a good actor and he plays in every man very very well and so to see him in this i actually liked it as well i like the um the, the 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 this gets stronger based on fear what's his name again Knox. Knox. I actually like him too. I, I'm not crazy about him. Not because he's bad, but because they're really not doing too much with him. So I don't mind him all that much. Um, but I he's still. He's still, yeah, he's interesting. He's good. Um, and I also really, really like the African sightseer. Oh,
1: uh, yeah. God, I wish I can't they would- pronounce his name. So I, don't ask me. Yeah,
0: I have no idea. I think he's fantastic. Fantastic! Hell, if they could oh, yeah. bring him back more, I would be ecstatic because he is—you can build episodes around this guy. I think just because the a the character is strong and b the actor is very strong, so you so have not only
1: is the actor strong, and not only is he making heroes see the future right now, but he said, you know, now that he relied on something other than his powers, he's like, you can bring me back to the company. So I think we'll see him for a few more episodes at least. Don't you think? No.
0: Yeah. Yeah, no. I think that they're going to keep him around. I, I think they'd be fools not to, in all honesty. Oh, yeah. So So yeah, so you've got those guys. Um I I've, I've got little to no use for Arthur Petrelli. I
1: pff, same here. I it's What do you think of The Mother though?
0: The Mother is not the same as an thing actress, too. Not the actress but the character. The character has gone too far. I mean, it's it, it was one thing in, in season 1 when there were hints of of evil, essentially. It was something in season two where they really pushed it quite a bit. And now it's she's a caricature of an evil stepmother kind of thing from right. a Disney movie. It's... it's
1: yeah, it's, kind of Cruella de Vil, right?
0: There's just nothing that you can believe about the character mm-hmm. they haven't used her abilities enough in the show either if you're going to give her such a starting role then make it clear what it is that she is and what she stands for and all that jazz um they haven't done nearly enough of that in my opinion Well,
1: so, that's the thing, if she can dream the future and that these other people can see the future etc How come we haven't seen what that butterfly effect really does? Yeah, there's. I mean, we saw it once when Claire got her head ripped off or something like that. And she came to Peter and said, you know, you stepped on too many butterflies, etc. And but at the same time, you know, here we are with a certain future. Well, now things have kind of changed. The butterfly effect is, well, in effect. So can we see her dream, or can we see somebody else's future and everything else and find out what happens?
0: Well, the few times where they've shown her dreams, too, of um, crap going wrong in, uh, I'm assuming, well, it's where she was in the coma, that same institution. I I can't imagine, she's on level five, obviously, but where Mm -hmm. you have those scenes in the corridor, um, they basically only showed it, and that was like quite a few episodes back even and they haven't referenced it again enough to make you actually a remember it and be care what the outcome of that was or to Mm -hmm. be able to tie it into what's going on right now so in my opinion her everything about her abilities and is a moot point because it's, it's
1: like all irrelevant
0: it, who cares i mean we're, right. we're not privy to what's going on so i i, I never really was a huge fan of her and, and frankly never a huge fan of her as an actress either um the arthur character is waste of space in my opinion and is just the all evil bad guy that they can toss in they can do anything so that's not i think kinda... the only
1: oh i'm sorry the only i think the only reason to keep it her now is because, you know, of the whole Siler wanting a mother thing, right? You know, wanting a parent so wanting to be accepted for who he is and uh, somebody to love him for him. And so because she has done that, they're going to, you know, keep her around because Siler needs her uh, to feed off. Well, not feed off, you know, in the sense of like they fed that girl to her, but, <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, uh, but uh, they, they're they going to keep her around uh, just so that, she's got that hold over him and he's going to keep on that that loyalty that, but that's you know, gone as mommy of,
0: dearest that's gone as of Monday I mean the- is it
1: really though because the thing is I mean he did that thing for Arthur you know he threw Peter out a window etc but the the thing there is what if he really did use his telekinesis powers to save Peter because that's his brother right and also what if he was actually still on the mom, like the mom's side but he's acting bad for daddy, right? Again, WWF from the old days. You know, that yeah, exactly, ladies. exactly, yeah. yeah.
0: So, and and other than that, there hasn't been any other storylines that really, like, I mean, that really matter. I mean, the the main storylines have been with the, the, the Nikki twin, which... Right i'd had it what, whatever i really didn't like okay. her in the first season i mean i i oh, you know
1: what i mean she was unrelatable at all here's the thing i'm a single mom right i couldn't relate to her at all yeah i was just like oh dear god you know you're sniveling can i you know just a little you're just whining idiot and i was seriously bored with her in the first season every time she came on i thought, oh. Not again but I really like the kid, the, so kid, the, kid. Yeah, the kid was fantastic yeah
0: the kid was fantastic and god I when I saw in those first couple of episodes I thought oh good they're gonna keep him in the show because he's he's a hell of a lot more interesting than the no was. great baby yeah but I mean we haven't seen him for how many episodes now uh, and I don't think he's he's gonna be on I mean and maybe a little I mean, here and there. Is he
1: is he still saying with the aunt or whatever she was or grandma whatever in Vegas or something? Yeah, who knows? I where...
0: Who knows? New
1: Orleans, sorry, New Orleans.
0: So you're not going to see much of him. So then you're stuck back with her again. And my problem is actually with her, the actress. I think that had they put somebody else in that was more believable and nuts. I don't know. There's something about her that I just, frankly, don't like. I, I don't... I can't relate to it. I can't... It's she. <laughs> i just don't like her (laughs) yeah no ali
1: larder i'm with you i'm and i'm you know sorry to ali larder and everything else but i have watched you in several movies and all your characters were boring yeah right you know you could not actually bring a spice to any character you could not actually pull me into any character etc and um Well, like I said, maybe I haven't seen all her movies, maybe I haven't seen the, you know, full gambit of her acting. Whatever. But I will say this, there are plenty of male people or whatnot and stuff, you know, uh, you know, my best buddy that I carpool with that I work with, et cetera, who's, you know, hangs out with me all the time. He watches it all the time with me and he says, you know, Oh my God, you know, she's so hot and everything else and sure enough that other person who i showed that f- first season and second season two recently because he had not watched heroes i caught him up right before the uh, season three premiere he was like oh she's so hot and it's like oh claire or nikki and everybody's like oh nikki i'm so drooling over her you know and i'm like oh thank god damn it okay well you thank need you. smarter friends yeah, yeah, <laughs> really.
0: no i it's it's uh it's a character that i don't care about so when they reintroduced her again in this mm-hmm. season but now as someone different it's it hasn't been interesting in the least i have nothing I, I there's no emotional investment with that character the the nathan character even though they're trying to really put him through the hoops is still again it's 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 one of the original characters mm-hmm. let it go move on right So, well, that's
1: the thing. I mean, like in this season, they're trying to kind of make him like Peter, make him be the good guy, the righteous guy, etc., which is how Peter was in the first season. Now, when he lost all his, you know, his memory and everything else and stuff in season two, I thought it was a little bit interesting, you know, like watching Peter get his powers back or that was probably the only interesting part of season two. Right, it's like Peter getting his memories back a little bit and finding out what powers he has. I, I thought that was kind of cool. Well, but that was the, the first time, few characters. The yeah. rest of it was crap.
0: Yeah, the first few episodes were the piecing together what had happened. And what was it, seven months or something like that, they said? The, the piecing it all together to see what act, had actually happened. Um, however, that being said, yeah, the, the rest of the season... Just basically blue, and this season here again with the Nathan character, that the, they're putting him through the same thing again with the the Senate thing. Okay, well you know what? Eh, forget it. I've, I've, we've seen that. We've been down that path. It really wasn't that interesting. Let's move on. the The whole God thing is a little bit new, but it's uh, it's been done too many times in different shows, and it's frankly just a cliched stint now. I I see no value in it whatsoever. I see no character development. When somebody sees the light, praise the Lord. I there's no <laughs> I I could care less. Come on, give me a break. Um yeah. so that's that means nothing. And then that's like
1: a bunch of, you know, people or whatnot gathering around stop sign that looks like a Virgin Mary. Yeah. Right. It, it, okay, okay, and it's on.
0: nothing against Catholicism or Christianity. It's just the plain right. fact that it's been used so much in film that it's lost all credibility. Um right. I, I can appreciate that someone might have an epiphany when they're faced with something like this. Sure, but don't put it in movies anymore. It's been done too much, nobody gives a rat's ass. Let right. it go. Let be, you know, suck it up, bitch. Yes, you can fly. Deal with it. Um so yeah, there's there's a lot of things about that character that a I never liked to begin with, and b now is just tired and and and, and annoying. And the fact that any scene with him now is with the Nikki clone again, mm-hmm. one of those. Well, I don't like you, and I don't like you, so I guess it's time to go get me some snacks. You just for me,
1: it was like I'm I'm don't like you, meaning Allie Larder slash Nikki Jessica Tracy, whatever she is, and with now with uh, Nathan. I'm thinking, okay, well, you know, you're what Peter was trying to be, I guess, in the first season. And even then, I mean, it's still a little bit different. And so I'm really bored with you. And like you said, time to get some snacks, right? You know, fetch me another beer.
0: Yeah. Well, for a good break,
1: you know, forget commercials. I'll watch your commercials over that scene.
0: Yeah. So then, okay. So who else we got now? We got Adam's gone. What do you
1: think of Linderman being back?
0: Oh, see. (laughs) He was mildly interesting in when he the was a mafia boss. Second season, yeah, but it was again a stereotype of what a mafia boss is, kind of thing. Um, it was it the the stereotype of a mafia boss controlling the government, kind of thing. Okay, which has been done too much and is not as interesting. The air the the actor is actually fairly good. I like him. He's a good actor. He he does mm-hmm. a good job, but the fact that it came back. Again, now, but they're between him, okay, who's the guy who can project the images uh Parkman's father?
1: Oh yeah, oh, I can tell you Sorry. okay,
0: but yeah, so basically it's
1: him Call him daddy Parkman,
0: yeah, Daddy Parkman <laughs> is the one that's projecting it it's it's not that Linderman is back. it's daddy Parkman is the one that's implanting those visions in people's heads, is he, yeah.
1: Because, well, I mean, it seems like that, but at the same time, ah, uh, yeah. No, you're right, because uh, Daddy Parkman was everywhere that Daphne was when she saw Linderman.
0: Yeah, whenever anybody's seen them, he's right there, and then he walks away with right. that wicked little smile on his face. Um, Even
1: at the airport or whatnot, Linderman is telling her to, you know, it's like, it, it, she threw away his file, like, Parkman's file, Matt Parkman's file, and said, that will be a mistake, and blah, 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 and she knows he's a ghost, but at the same time she takes the file again and decides to go ahead with it and sure enough you see Daddy Parkman there. That's right. At the phone booth.
0: Yeah. Right? Yeah. So yeah. that's he's the, the one behind it all, it's not Linderman. So Linderman is still dead. It's just he's trying to influence people with that vision of of Linderman. Well, so he do you think being...
1: Linderman's done now that we Daddy Parkman's dead?
0: Well, I would think so.
1: He is. is he dead? I have no idea. I, I don't think you know he's how it is with the show. Yeah,
0: exactly. He'll be back in some some I do I don't know, Arthur'll you know do you give him some blood? You yeah. know, I don't know. Give him yeah, some,
1: yeah, yeah, just like you did with Claire Peters. So or all the give blood and some
0: Adam. DNA, one way or another. Yeah, a little prison sex scene there, maybe going on something, but he'll give him some juice and then he'll come back. So, there's, um, so again, that's that's I didn't mind so much the daddy parkman character, he's not a bad character, actually. He does a, a fairly decent job, and it is actually it's a little bit different from everybody right. else the standard so mm-hmm. if they could have kept him ar- around a little bit longer it would have been better same with Adam he's one of the few characters that I actually enjoy even though he has that ability yeah. he's such an engaging character he's, oh, he's a phenomenal actor he's right. uh, the character was fantastic and it, in my opinion could have been one of the strongest parts of this season had they actually given him more and he's gone so
1: well that's the thing how much of the butterfly effect did happen because like uh, uh What's her name? Uh, you know, Mrs. Petrelli or whatnot. She, Angela, right? She went to Peter and said, You stepped on too many butterflies and this and that. And Claire's going to get hurt because you see her with her head ripped off. But the thing is, you see Daddy Parkman, Adam Monroe, and Knox standing there when it happens, right? And so Knox is still here. Adam is supposedly dead, and Daddy Parkman is supposedly dead. So I was like, Okay, but. Peter didn't really do anything after that to step on some butterflies, now that we know of anyway. So the future should still happen as she saw it. So what the hell really happens then? And who yeah. the hell kills Claire, right? So like you said, loopholes everywhere. We can't tell. I mean, why even show us the future if you're just going to change it right now? Yeah. Right? I mean, like when with the whole bomb explosion and whatnot and stuff in season one, the whole like New York City exploding. OK, at least you guys kept true to that. And you kept on with it and you kept, you know, uh, trying, finding ways to stop it. But at the same time, it was unstoppable. Even with uh, Ted and whatnot dying, the nuclear guy, right? Um, Siler had that power and so did uh, Peter. Well, it was basically unavoidable. Well, you know, okay, fine. They avoided it by, you know, the sense of you know Nathan flying them out of there or whatnot. And I thought it was all, you know, very kind of you know cool and epic, and it's kind of the happy ending that you were. Did you uh, really looking forward to? Well, no, 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 but I, no, but it's just like it's the happy ending you were expecting out of Hollywood. Yeah, but see, okay, here's my one beef with season
0: one, and I mean, again, I I really do rank it fairly high in terms of, of quality writing and acting and everything else yeah there was a lot of cliches a lot of things that you'd seen in comic books before but if you could suspend your disbelief or your, your your disbelief long enough to actually accept that okay well yeah it's some of the same abilities and whatnot but try to enjoy the story okay fine letting that all go at the end the only thing that I kept thinking about is this idea of Nathan flying him up to the sky and I'm thinking Peter can fly yeah. What the crap? Why didn't
1: you fly yourself <laughs> out? Why
0: didn't you just hitch a ride for the nearest star and go blow yourself up? Because that's but what happened. But
1: at the same time, you were hating Peter in the first season as much as I would because he, I was because he was a sniveling little just idiot, whatnot, weak, and this and that. And that's why he apparently, you know, so-called... Uh, I'm not saying the producer said this, the writer said this. It's just my own opinion. That's why he could fly himself out is because he was already... You know out of control with this whole nuclear power Thing and he needed somebody to help him Because he couldn't handle it himself Because he was such a weak little You know I'm sorry but a little shit yeah, you know
0: right? A little bitch boy yeah. But anyways so yeah so And then the second season The The whole amnesia thing was interesting for a little while But then after yeah. that worth thin far too Far too fast for me Yeah. And this season I've had it So the fact that he lost his abilities Is just, pff, I'm fine
1: with that But at least this season explains how he got a scar. True. Because everybody says, how did he get a scar? He heals. Yeah. Right. So now if he so-called doesn't have his powers, now he has the opportunity to get a scar. So now I'm out of boredom. You should nitpicking the script. I'm waiting for the episode where he gets slashed in the face. Right. Because I want to see how he got a scar. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, oh, look, you know, Peter can get a scar now. Great. Okay, how many episodes am I going to have to watch just to see him get slashed in the face while I watch nothing else? Is that three episodes? Because even when I download them, they're forty-five minutes each, right? Yeah. And then so that's still, you know, what, two hours and fifteen minutes or whatever of boredom watching. It's like, okay, you know, you know what's probably the most interesting character right now, other than the, you know, Mr. Africa Isak, right, is the freaking turtle. Turtle is cool. Turtle yeah, is cool.
0: Turtle. I like the I turtle. The turtle. And Parkman's keeping
1: it alive. And how do you suppose Molly comes back? Who? Molly. Which one's Molly again? Is you that the kid? Molly? Yeah, the little girl that yeah. uh, Matt Parkman found, and that's my hero. And she can find anywhere else in the, like anyone in the world. They
0: obviously wrote her completely out because you haven't seen
1: anything we of have. her. We have. What? We have. Remember? Uh, oh yeah, the, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, Parkman sees the, the future, future, and she's yeah. married to Daphne, yeah. and they have the little girl Daniela apparently. Yeah. And they have uh, Molly in the back, who finds Syler, and that's when they go there and uh, kill Noah, baby Noah, and that's when Syler goes nuclear. But you only see her in that one
0: episode, and when Parkman goes back, somehow. But when Parkman goes back to the apartment, she ain't there. Granted, Syler isn't there either. So who the hell knows where she is?
1: Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Let's think of uh, you know uh, Parkman and uh, Suresh are somehow hiding her somewhere. he even said you know it's like i hope i made the right decision by putting her there it's like okay where the hell did you put her then and who's gonna give her back to you you know seriously Ah. again
0: far it's it's i hate to keep going back to it but it's lazy writing it's it's such lazy and a show like this relies almost entirely on the writing because if you don't have plausible characters um plausible situations um cohesive mm-hmm. storylines if you don't have any of that you've got nothing
1: um, okay well then here's one of the more messed up parts if you don't mind me interjecting um when i watch i don't know if you got to see the uh premiere to the premiere no okay there was a season three pre- uh, season premiere obviously but they had like a half hour hour long show beforehand like a countdown to heroes Yep which apparently was supposed to run back-to-back, back, but in Canada, it aired... Um, the Sunday. premiere ran on Sunday, yeah. and then the Heroes episode ran on Monday. Yeah. Now, I have the uh, so-called premiere to the premiere, or now the countdown to Heroes, uh, I have it downloaded, and I actually did watch it. And so, you know, a lot of it was a really cool interviews with, you know, Hiro Nakamura and Claire and Noah and everybody else, and great, you know, Sylar, you know, Zachary Quinto, who I enjoyed in 24, in like Season 3 or something like that. Um, but either way, I there's something going on with like a lot of interactive material, right? so, I mean, they're cashing in on the whole, uh, you know, texting thing, right? You can get all these heroes updates and this and that on the text. And of course that'll cost you. It's like, give me a break. Uh, they've got the web episodes which uh, I watched a couple of and, and said, okay, you know, okay, fine, cool. I guess it'll fill the time. But then they said, that there's something online i don't know if it's on right now because i refuse to look i don't know if it'll be on later but either way they said you can have some input as to how the season develops and or ends right like the season ends or something like that you can actually have input as to how the story is going to go and i'm sitting there thinking are you kidding me can you just write something for yourself
0: where's the royalty check I should get a royalty check if i decide yeah yeah
1: yeah if you got the input or whatnot so it's like okay well if my idea gets used i want 10 bucks you know per you know person you know whatever who might have done this and that and whatever it's like per the million users or whatnot oh i got 10 million bucks
0: see i actually watched (sighs) the web episodes before the uh the season are you watching before
1: me even Yeah. yeah
0: and the one thing that struck me was that I I was watching it and I knew that it was legit. It wasn't just some homemade heroes kind of thing. Although part of it kind of made me think that just because the way it was filmed, it was, it was
1: so. Yeah. The cinematography was really homemade. Yeah.
0: And it was also so jittery. Everything was happening so fast. Right. And I was thinking, okay, well maybe that's, because it's on the web and you have to try to hold the interest of the the watchers so okay fine but then we started watching the season and it's the same damn filming it's the same thing it's all over the place right so and and i'm a little bit disappointed because i well i don't think there's many episodes actually webisodes um however the character that they introduced the the mailman was actually interesting enough that i would have liked to see more of him and here well, that's I... the thing.
1: has, has there been any new webisodes since season three started? No, you know, not that like I... I have, like I said, I refuse to look, you no. know, but I actually,
0: no, no, I checked a couple of days ago just to see if there was anything new and to get some sound clips and whatnot for this. And um, it was the same thing. Now, granted, that being said, for some reason, now all of a sudden, NBC.com has decided that Canadians can't stream content for shows. Right. So you can't get it anymore, whereas we used to be able to. So thank you, US of A, for trusting us, Canadians, because we're bastards, as you know. Um, yeah, we're so bad. We are. We will download your web we apparently belong in level will, five. We will spread them. We will spread them like a virus upon this earth. But anyways, <laughs> um, so yeah, so I, I I checked and there was only those those. I think there's only three episodes. Right. Which again is too bad because the character was good and he would. I think he would have been interesting in the show.
1: Well, that's thing they gave Jesse the same power, right? You know, Jesse was the the person who um, Peter's uh, soul or whatever was stuck in for a while. Yep. Right? So I yeah, think yeah, the that's whole why.
0: Yeah, and that's where it went basically. We yeah, which
1: is too bad because I really enjoyed that actor actually, um, exactly. because I've seen him in previous shows, Francis Capra, and uh, although he's typecast as a bad boy, right, uh, he plays it really well. And actually, I thought his his episodes on Heroes were actually some of his weaker performances. Because like I said, I've seen him on other shows or whatnot, and I was really looking forward to him maybe developing, or maybe becoming a good guy and a bad guy, because on every other show that he's ever been, he's always been that kind of semi-good guy, semi-bad guy, and I was like, oh, yeah, this is cool if they're going to develop the Francis Capra character, or, you know, Jesse, and then all of a sudden they killed him, and I was like, oh, you got to be kidding me, right? You know, Siler killed him in the bank, right? Ugh.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, anyways, we should probably wrap this up at this point here. I think we've Basically shown or discussed enough. The, <laughs> the the sad part is is I know that come Monday my PVR is going to be recording it anyways, and mm-hmm. I'll be watching it later on during the week. My only consolation at this point is that I don't have to watch commercials. That's, that's my justification for watching Heroes at this point.
1: I'm with you. Like I said, I'm ultimately bored, and that is one of the shows I download on Mondays. Yep. So, I'm suddenly looking forward to all the other shows that appear on Mondays, which are crap compared to Heroes, but yet I still watch Heroes Out of Boredom.
0: Yep. It's it's our filler TV.
1: Correct. <laughs> um, I'm with you there.
0: All right. We're going to head out. Thank you for joining me, Elena. I appreciate you coming out.
1: Hey, eh, no problem. Anytime, man.
0: And for everyone else, this has been the Buddhist Bar and Grill podcast number eight. You can find out everything you want to know about me at Grill dot com. My Twitter is buddhistbarandgrill or sorry, twitter dot com slash buddhist no zen buddhist and Facebook Buddhist Bar. Do you want to pimp any of your stuff?
1: Negative. I'm good.
0: Okay, fine then. You can be like Jason, <laughs> the anonymous co host who's just embarrassed to be, I'll be here. the
1: anonymous. Oh, no, I'll be the anonymous <laughs> co host for now and everything else and stuff, and I'll pin my music later.
0: Will do. We're going to play All some right. of that later. All right. Oh, and you will not. Oh, uh, I, I so could, though.
1: Oh, please don't.
0: <laughs> <laughs> On that happy note, thanks for joining us, and we will talk to you later. Bye bye. <laughs> All right. I have some, my drink. Ah. <sighs>
1: Is ready to go. This computer was donated to me by Sister Clan Nate.
0: By Sister who?
1: You know those Sister Clans I said we have? <laughs> I thought you said Sister <laughs>
0: So-and-so like a nun. <laughs> <laughs> well, after the priest took that advantage of her, we fun. felt uh, bad yeah. so we gave her a computer. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <No kidding me. laughs> Stop eating. I'm not eating. Oh, you're doing something. You're putting something in your mouth. Oh, is Jeff in the room with you?
1: Negative! <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's what she said. <laughs> Alright, okay, okay, shut Shh! gonna start.
1: Maybe I'm just different opinioned on her because I watched that actress in a different show play a different sniveling character. So... Yeah, but that's know, a different like show. Thing. Yeah, I know it is and everything else, but... She was so good in the other show that you just want to love her, right? And
0: your brain can't separate the, ah. the fact that she's an actress and, and separate the characters?
1: It can, but at the same time, she's playing halfway the same character. She can shoot electric bolts out of her fingers? May as well.
0: That's a yes or no? <laughs> okay. okay. Sh- 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 sh. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Of leading a man on. I wish I could do that. Man, does he like bring you a urinal too partway through the show?
1: Maybe I'd bring you one.
0: I don't think you would. (laughs) hmm. I know, but it's
1: like lately that I've been realizing that I'm kind of sheltered compared to most people. You are. If that's not hot, I don't know what it is.
0: (laughs) Don't worry about it. Take your time.
1: (laughs) Take my time? Because I could have a couple. What? He was pretty nasty there. What? What? Him? Well, you know <clears throat> it's a natural state for him princess I'm so hot
0: just wondering how much food you have left before we can start
1: oh is sean here
0: what's that no he's not but we're not gonna wait forever for him
1: I'm kind of hungry
0: but that's I'd rather have you well fed when we're gone.
1: <clears throat> yeah
0: I bet Jeff would love to say that what's that I'm I did. <laughs> 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 I'm not recording anyways I'm trying to figure something out wire. Oh, that's harsh. <laughs> Completely uncalled for as well.
1: Do your thing, lay your smack down.
0: Oh, I can't very well do that while I'm recording. It's bad enough you can listen to my nose. <laughs> <laughs> you, well, no, no, that would be wrong of me to say oh. was. it was. He over. cooks for you too? He cooks for long. you and cleans for long. you, watches your kid, no, no, brings I you clean. drinks. No, no, what else I does he clean. do for you free of charge? <laughs> are there any other th- services that he provides free of charge?
1: Negative.
0: Yeah, right. Okay. Oh, he's not that he sweet?
1: Shut up, Roger. Own your face.
0: You're complaining?
1: <laughs> oh, he A man that you don't have to sauce. put out
0: with is bringing you food and offering <laughs> you alternatives That's and... Right,
1: and I know you're and you're being fussy? <laughs> Roger, I know you're laughing. I
0: oh, yeah.
1: If you put this in note takes, I swear I will send somebody to murder you.